strong, empowered, authentic. What's up, Ginger Nation? This is Tosh. This is Darren, and you are listening to the Authentic Ginger Podcast. Welcome back, Ginger Nation. I'm Tosh Taylor. And I'm Darren Roach. And welcome to the Authentic Ginger Podcast. Uh, and it also happens to be Valentine's Day when we're recording today. So happy Valentine's Day. Yes, and you as well. Speaking of Valentine's Day, before mm-hmm. I get into where I've been for the last couple of weeks, because <laughs> it's been a roller coaster, I'm wondering how, I'm wondering, now just check this out. Are redheads attracted to other redheads? Do you <laughs> Do you see this? <laughs> there's a few things going around and i i think that the major thing is is that a lot of redheads will avoid redheads so that people don't think they're siblings that's a great point i because i i was starting to think you know i have valentine's day and all this kind of stuff valentine's week really a weekend for 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 a lot of people mm-hmm. um you often wonder like i mean you know if if i'm if i'm a redhead am i going to be attracted to other redheads and if i'm not why yeah. You know, and, and maybe that sister brother thing is probably likely at the top. Uh, sometimes I'm wondering if other redheads find other redheads attractive, right? So it's, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the month of love. I was just one thought, one thought I'd throw that out there at the start here to see where we, uh, where we would go with it. Oh, 100%. 100%. I definitely find other redhead men attractive, for sure. Do you? Yeah. yeah. But I, um, I, tend to to stay away i suppose well i mean i've also been with my well, husband for 20 years but <laughs> <laughs> there's that there's a couple actually that i watch on instagram i was just looking them up it's scarlett o'hare she has like yes. crazy long red gorgeous stunning hair and yep. her boyfriend is voices of jake and he also has really long like almost like owen james's style hair okay. um, like the long curly hair and right they're together they're a couple and but they have joked a few times about how people are are finding them like siblings because they both have red hair, which is ridiculous. You wouldn't say that to two brunettes that were dating or two blondes 100%. that were dating, right? So yeah, 100%. but anyway, they're super cute and I love them. And I would actually love to have this conversation with them on the podcast sometime. Then we shall do that. Okay. We shall hit that and now that'll be in my inbox. <laughs> able to go and do that. Try to find some more awesome redheads that we can uh, have conversations with. So, mm-hmm. um, so we, you know, to, to our listeners, uh, you may have noticed that we've done some replays uh, over the last couple of weeks. And I, I, I think it's worth um, mentioning why that is. Um, you know, it's, it's nothing major, but certainly minor. Um, I've had some issues with, uh, with what we call kidney stones um, <laughs> at a very young age. To me, 46 is super young. So uh, I thought, wow, this can't be happening to me. Um, but certainly it did. It came through and, uh, and, and I'm still not out of the woods yet with it. Um, I've been through several procedures. I've got a really funny story to tell you um, about this whole thing because it's been three weeks of just up and down, up and down. I've been at the hospital more than, you know, the average person would visit the hospital in probably four or five years. I've been there, I don't know, maybe seven times in the last three weeks to the point where when I get into triage, they're asking me if I have a, my um, uh, air miles card, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> you're, you're here so much. But I, I do have a funny story. So, um, so last week, uh, I guess probably about two weeks now, uh, it is, yeah, two weeks ago. I was uh, in for a procedure, and uh, I was I was uh, in the in radiology in the uh, local hospital here, and the op- you know the, the procedure was going fine, everything and everything went great. Um, but at the very end of the procedure, like no word of a lie, the very end of the procedure, just as he was just wrapping up and 
you know, putting bandages on me, the power goes out. <laughs> okay. Was that so, during the ice storm of Nova Scotia last week? Well, you know what? It was not. <laughs> so what it was, was next door in another room, there was an electrical fire that started. What? Yeah. Yeah. An electrical <laughs> fire started. And the nurses are in the, you know, cause there's a, the, you know, the room I'm in, it has like all this radiology equipment and stuff like that. And I'm up on this gurney kind of thing and you know getting you know i don't know x-rays and stuff like that and while he's working on me so he can see where he's you know where he's working and so uh so so panic starts to kind of set in and nurses start running around the room and meanwhile i'm on the bed on my stomach w- drugged because i was sedated like i wasn't fully out but i was just kind of more or less drugged to the point where i was like hmm, 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 hmm. Yeah. and i'm sitting there looking and I'm, my head's off to the side i'm lying down on my side of my head and i'm looking around and like all i could see is the nurses running around and around and i'm going like what the hell is going on here so they <laughs> said mr roach we're, we're done but we need to get you in uh, into into this bed that we're going to wheel you upstairs so into recovery, but we need to do it now because there's uh well, there's, a, frankly, there's an electrical fire going on next door <laughs> and the smoke is starting to come in through, oh through the God. bottom of the door. So I'm sitting there going, holy <laughs> shit, like, what am I doing here? So, so I get in, I get, I get back on the bed. I don't know what they call them. The beds that, that wheel you around the hospital. And uh, so I'm lying on down on that. And, and three nurses that were in the room with me during the procedure were with me. I hear them say the power's knocked out of the whole hospital. So therefore, I can't. We're not going to be able to get Mr. Roach upstairs to recovery because the elevators are shut. Right. Down. Yeah. I'm going. Holy shit! Now what? They're going to leave you in a hallway. Is what they're going to do? <laughs> well, guess what they did? They wheeled me to the main entrance hallway where I don't know. Every person who works in the hospital has to pass through to get out because that's part of the fire drill. So I'm on a bed laying on my back with three nurses around me. I'm still drugged. And and this hospital has two floors. And it's it, where they had me was in the center of the lobby, I guess, if you will. And because I'm lying down, of course, I can look, I can see up. But on the second floors are, they're all windows. And so you've got... I, I basically had an audience of people all around the top floor looking down into the main lobby as to because everyone was confused. What do we do? What are we supposed to do? I kind of felt like this was going to be like this for an hour. So they said, well, you know, Darren, you must be getting cold. And I'm like, I don't know what I am right now. Like, I just came <laughs> out of a procedure. I'm still drugged. Like, you know. Are you in um, a Johnny shirt? Did they at least oh, yeah, cover the whole you thing. up? Oh, um, cool. I'm in the whole kit. Cool. Yeah, they had, yeah, they put blankets on me and, and, okay. and stuff like that. And, and But still, I was kind of like exposed um, to the general public. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just came out of a, basically a surgery, but it wasn't as a procedure, they call them. So I'm in, the, I'm in this lobby and all of a sudden I go, God, we can't keep him here. I mean, there's, sorry, Darren, like there's so many people running around here. I, we're really sorry. I got people walking right beside me, looking down at me and I'm like, holy shit. So they said, well, let's move him across the way there. So they moved me across the uh, the lobby. And to your point, yes, they put me into a, uh, a hallway that was probably no bigger than 10 feet long um, door to door. And, uh, nurses kind of abandoned me except for one. Um, so, so, you know, it was, it was, it was in there for another half an hour. And, uh, by the time kind of the dust settled and everything else, they got me up to recovery. And, uh, of course, you know, at this particular hospital recovery is not in a normal spot. Um, they had me in the baby ward as, uh, <laughs> to recover. So, <laughs> so, and I ended up having to stay the night there that night cause there, there was some pain happening, but, uh, to last Thursday when, when I had this, uh, I had a nephrostomy bag basically is a tube that was attached to my kidney. So I had that removed last Thursday and I had to go back into that radiology room 
And so when I went back in there by fluke, all three nurses that had been with me the week before were in there and they kind of looked at me and they looked at my name and went, they went, Oh yeah, yeah. we're never going to forget you. <laughs> You're the fire guy. <laughs> You're yeah. the fire guy. So I said, great, this is awesome. And then of course, when, when that was all finished, they, uh, they said, well, well, we'll probably see you here again in a couple of Fridays when we have to finish the job, if you will. So, um, anyway, so yeah, so that's where I've been the last three weeks and man, I've been, I've been in some pain. I, I went through a lot of, uh, a lot of pain and, and I'll tell you, Tosh, I'm a positive guy you know, through and through. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, you know, I'm really uh, energetic and everything else, but this took a toll out of me. Uh, mm. There was the, a week of this, uh, of this three weeks, I was in rough shape and uh, like, I couldn't even do anything. I, I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to do anything. Certainly didn't want to get onto a podcast and, and, uh, and do my thing. I just wasn't ready for it. But uh, anyway, so that's where I've been for the last three weeks. And uh, it's, you know, the stone's still there. I do have, I'm waiting for one final surgery to get that uh, sucker removed. And, It'll all be behind me at the ripe young age of forty-six. There you go. So, what's been happening since uh, since I've uh, since you know our, I guess three weeks ago I think was our our last one. What's uh, what's been ha- happening in the news? Uh, well, actually, I don't know. I didn't do any new stuff today. Oh, awesome! Um, what I did do because it's Valentine's Day. Ooh, yes. I'm going to tell you uh, a little story about Charlie Brown. Love it. Let's hear it. <laughs> Isn't that random? Yes. Okay. Super uh, random. Because I was looking up like redheads and valentine's day connections so charlie brown there's been two valentine's day specials um and you know like his christmas specials like the you know great pumpkin charlie brown etc 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 um there is the love of charlie brown's life and she's a ginger the girl that charlie brown always pines for is a ginger and there's a reason for that i have no idea what her name is but it's not peppermint patty uh it's not (laughs) i i think they reference her as the the girl with red hair yeah 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 Yeah. so there's a reason for that okay and that's because his first ever like the guy who wrote charlie brown charles schultz his first ever girlfriend was a ginger Hmm. and her name was donna and they dated for two years and he always, always loved her. So he wrote her into the stories. And wow. when when he says in the Charlie Brown episode, like, I just really wanted a, a Valentine from the redhead girl, he's yep. talking about Donna. That is so which, cool, which is probably why she's not named in the series or, or into the show or, yeah. or whatever. Just keep that between him and her. Yeah. Yeah, right? I thought That's that really I thought cool. that was really really cute. It was in 19 like yeah, 1961. Uh the girl the little girl with the red hair is what they call her was The little girl with red hair. That's yeah, right. Yeah, was talked about for the very first time and it's something that all these years later even after like uh the writer Charles Schultz has passed away, they still wrote yep. her into was I think it was tw- 2002 Valentine's Day, a, yep. a Charlie Brown Valentine's Day. So I thought that was that was really cute. I love it. Yeah, I, I re- also love this, which came out of it. Uh, it's been about 14 years now that the mm-hmm. Schultz Museum, it's in the Bay Area in California, on Valentine's Day, because of that, all redheads get in for free. No way. Yes, yes. That is the best. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That is the best. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was the Man. thing that made me go, okay, I'm going to talk about that today. Yeah, yeah as you that. should. Yeah. As you should. Hop on that plane. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I, over I, there. I, gotta, I honestly tell you, I've never been a big Charlie Brown fan, but I think it's like not my generation, right? My mom loves Charlie Brown. 
And I obviously watch a Charlie Brown's Christmas every year. Right. Um, right. But that that's about it. Wow. Yeah. It's never it's never really been my thing. So but now it's going to have to be. Well, that's it. So <laughs> so what is your thing? So here's here's something I wanted to ask you. Um, are you a Valentine's gal or not? No, no I, I don't kind of pegged you, but I didn't I didn't really want to say it ahead of, ahead of you. Yeah. No, I I do big things like Christmas and Easter yeah. and Halloween. But no, Valentine's Day's never really been my thing. My husband and I are um we just love each other so much every day. No. Right. <laughs> uh the kids, but that's it. That's actually a stat that I found out. Uh was it 59% of um couples will buy each other something. Um but when it comes to parents, 98% of parents buy something for their kids. And and then 59% of them buy something for each other, which is true. We bought our kids and they got new slippers. Right. We're we're also very conventional when it comes to gifts. We're like, yeah, ah, yeah. you guys need <laughs> slippers. Right. So here's right. some slippers. And then they got like, you know, heart-shaped boxes that one got Smarties and one got Ferrero Rocher because apparently Ooh. my 10-year-old's tastes are really improving. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, moving up in the world. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah, uh, we're part of the two percent that doesn't, uh, although this year seems kind of different. I think we're going to go out and pick something up here once the uh, dust settles in the snow here and the plows come along. But no, we we've been the same. I mean, you know, as a as a young lad um, in in the dating scene, I guess if you will, when I was younger, I, I I put some effort and thought into it. But I think over the years of kind of not getting the reception that I thought I would get, or at least that I thought I'd wanted to get, um, kind of just dumbed that down. And I said, you know what, this is a bullshit holiday for shit like that i'm not going to spend much more money on this well that's um, the thing it's a waste of money six billion you can tell i work in the radio right like yeah. <laughs> like i got all these facts about valentine's day because i just finished a valentine's day show um but six billion dollars annually worldwide is spent on jewelry today that's crazy why that's crazy why? to me i don't yeah i know i don't get it but anyway. 64 dollars is the average cost per person for you know husbands wives or 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 boyfriend girlfriends um that's what that's what the average spend is i heard that this morning too and i was kind of like i kind of like blown away by that because like 64 dollars like let's call it 65 because i well not 64 i like being odd um it's not a lot of money right like let's face it it's not a lot of money but but it is a lot of money because it's 64 dollars that could fill your gas tank you oh. could get maybe half a bag of groceries or maybe a quarter of a bag of groceries these days, depending uh-huh. on where you shop. Um, but, that, you know, again, it's not a lot of money, but it is a lot of money. Yep. Do you see what I mean? Totally. And that's why a major part of, of why Jason and I don't spend on Valentine's Day. Like, I can't see an, a reason to spend that money. I was, right. I'm, I'm very Scrooge-ish, but I did... Like if we want to claim that there's gifts, I did buy us all new frying pans this weekend. So if that's not go. love, I don't know what is. <laughs> Listen, are you a cast iron pan person or are you going Teflon or what's your deal? Non-stick, non-stick yeah. because uh, A, I'm lazy and B, I'm not a very good cook. Look, so I, I've got a couple of facts. You know, I've been, I've been, I've had some time to, uh, you know, to 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 look things up and do some research, and <laughs> okay. you know, uh, I haven't been doing much else, to be quite honest with you. Um, but something I was thinking about today that I had seen somewhere online, and I wanted to get your opinion on it. Mm. So it's kind of a fact, but it's kind of not. So Tosh, can you name me a redhead man in a lead role in the movies? We talked about in the past 
redheads being jesters. Right. Yes. Way back when. Yeah. Funny jokesters. Redheads are always deemed to be fun. That's true. They're always we, deemed to be the are. sidekick. They're not. They're not the main. They're never the main character in a story. Let's put. Let's be honest. Hollywood hasn't made a redhead man the lead guy that I can think of. And uh, we need to change that. And I think uh, our good friend Jenny Formica, she's doing that on the female side of things. Uh, she's killing it. I can't wait to see her show. It I know. It looks amazing. Know. I'm going um, to tell you that Benedict Cumberbatch is a natural ginger. Okay. Uh, and he has starred in a lot. And right now he's actually up for an Oscar for his lead role in The Power of the Dog. So is he a redhead in the show in the movie? Yes. Okay. Okay. Breaking barriers. Way to go, Benedict. Love it. Somebody has to do it. Somebody has to. Hey, it's not him. It's his agent. So we have to give props to the agent. That's that's who's getting that shit done. That's a good point. Right. Like, you know, um, you know, the song Don't Speak by No Doubt. I, I don't know if you know this fact. Um, apparently that song was actually written for redheads to sing to the norms whenever they say things that they shouldn't. And this is taken from the big redhead book by our friend Aaron LaRosa. So, so when you're singing to the norms, are you singing to, um, non-redheads? That's what I, that's what I'm thinking. Normies. Yeah. Normies. Right. (laughs) So don't speak whenever they say things they shouldn't. So if, uh, if you're saying, you know, haha, you're a ginger, the redhead in that song is saying, don't speak. Why do you, do some men don a ginger beard? Do you know that there's there, do you know kind of where that comes from and why? Well, I thought it was from the from the MCR1 gene. It is. Okay. Yeah, the reason is because they carry a mutated version of the MC1R gene. So, therefore, here's the question. Is it conclusive that men with ginger beards are carriers of the MC1R gene that could produce red hair? I would think yes. Well, we've talked about this before. My husband was like bound and determined. And so was his mother that there was no gingers in his family. Right. But he does have, and it's not as prominent as a lot of guys in their ginger beards. But when this light reflects his beard or his stubble, because he doesn't have a beard, yep. you can see the ginger in it. You in Jason? Can, in Jason. Yeah. So like it's really? faint, but it's there. And we have a ginger child. I know that I'm like, everybody tells me Aaron's not a ginger, but the older she gets, the darker her hair's getting and the more red it's getting. Wow, his hair yeah. is dark though. Oh, he's like it's so brown, it's almost black. Yeah. 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 And That's yet we wild. end up with a ginger and a blonde. Crazy, so, crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. understand. I don't understand genetics. <laughs> so. Yeah. Who are we? Trust the science. Is that what they say? Is that what they say? I think. <laughs> yeah. I think well, there's so. no. Listen, before you go, before we we wrap this podcast up, I, I do I do want to bring that up. I, I do want to bring up your like you're in radio. You've been in radio for tons of years. You mm-hmm. follow what's going on. You're a podcaster. You're you're a podcast business owner. You know you you do everything that there is to do in podcasting. What do you think? of uh of the joe rogan saga give it to me in a, in a in a quick you know quick sense not to get i don't want to dive into it but but what are your what are your thoughts on on what's happened there i think that joe rogan uh is allowed to say whatever he wants to say i mean you have a podcast to have the ability to speak your mind that's what he's chosen to do the point of having a podcast is to be able to share your story and to share your 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 own thoughts and if people don't like it then don't listen Right. And so I said I wouldn't get into it, but I'm now curious because that's a very interesting answer. That's a very good answer. But then I, I come back with, can you get into a situation where if you have influence, you can use that influence and twist that influence 
that's what I'm, I guess that's what I'm asking. Can you can you use a podcast of massive proportion to influence people's minds? Yes, a hundred percent. And is that a bad thing, uh, or is it like you said? Listen, if you don't like it, fuck it. You don't have to listen to it. It's just to me, it's just like, how do people get down those rabbit holes of 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 trusting and putting in trust in someone that that they they very well know doesn't have the the backup to support the stance that he's on or whatever i just haven't been able to figure that out and it's the same with the freedom freedom convoy that's happening in, in ottawa canada right now it's i just don't get how people i know i know protests are important people do that to voice their opinions and and to get it out but i also think that i would like to think that most of those people know that that's not going to change like that like running into a, a city you know hoping that it's going to transform um policy i just don't get the whole thing that's all I think that, and my whole stance through this, this whole entire pandemic has been that we need to be keeping an eye on people's mental health. That's and that it. that's a hundred percent of what's going on here. And that's how people are falling down rabbit holes is because suddenly everybody is a conspiracy theorist because mm -hmm. they've got the time to sit and think about it. Yeah, that's right. Good. Very good point. And it is scary and they're not putting any, any effort. I think into anything mental health when people need it more now than ever like that, that is the pandemic mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. what is coming down the pipe on people's mental health. And that I think is how people are falling down these rabbit holes and driving themselves crazy is because they are being told information from this source or that source. And it just seems like so many people are having a hard time riding the middle line right now. Mm hmm. And that's where the truth is, is in the middle line. You can't believe that everything this person's saying is real. And you can't believe that everything this person's saying is real. Awesome. There you go. Well, listen, um, awesome show. Um, this concludes Tuesday's version of the Authentic Ginger podcast. Uh, thank you all for listening. Please do leave a review. We love reviews. Um, keep them coming. It's important. It helps us. It helps you. We all stay connected. And I think that is one of the most important things we can do in this pandemic is stay connected and be nice to people. Um, so Tosh, with that, I say, have a wonderful day. You too. And don't forget, if you know an amazing ginger, we want to talk to them. So you can let us know. Uh, you can contact us through the show notes or through the Authentic Ginger Clothing Company website. You've been listening to the Authentic Ginger Podcast. Become a part of the Ginger Nation by liking, subscribing, following, and leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.